A generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. trusting God for some professional cause you want to pay for a professional cause you want training there's somebody you start paying but you need the next installment to come through God says I've heard your cry I see people who have things to do with documents and papers you're processing, processing papers and documents and, and you need money the Lord is providing to that mother who has that medical condition the family's been spending so much money on drugs I rebuke every blood complication, I rebuke hypertension, I rebuke every infirmity in the name of Jesus if you're here this morning and there's pain in any part of your body just touch that part of your body I see somebody with pain around the neck between the shoulder and the neck the Lord is touching that right now in the name of Jesus. There are some organs that need to be touched as well. There's some of you with challenges around the belly. You can just touch that right now. The healing power is flowing right now in the name of Jesus. In the simplicity of this woman, I rebuke that sickness. I rebuke that pain. I rebuke that physical pain. I rebuke that physical pain in the name of Jesus. healing spraying around the wrist discomfort around the elbow is gone in the name of Jesus gone in the name of Jesus that stiffness is gone 
move your neck, move your wrists, move your elbows, move your ankles. It's gone in the name of Jesus. It's gone in the name of Jesus. Command every blood clot. Issues with the nerves, issues with, with fidgeting, compulsive fidgeting, twitching, gone in the name of Jesus. You are healed right now. Every kind of nervous disorder is gone. I rebuke sickness. I rebuke sickness. Whatever your call, whatever your name is, arthritis, ulcer, asthma, migraine, migraine, migraine. Go now in the name of Jesus. Go now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say, yeah, 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 yeah. the 6 to 52. Let's read at the count of 3 to 1. We go. And they came to Jericho and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood. Can we just stand still? Because that's one of the points in this message. Somebody, you are maybe one shout away from causing heaven to stand still. When I say heaven standing still, the same way Jesus stood still. In other words, he paid attention. He paid attention. Heaven is going to devote special attention Amen. to your cry. He was going on a certain trajectory, but this guy shouted. Let me just one ahead of time, if you're not very used to shouting or being comfortable, you're not so comfortable with shouting, you might be a little uncomfortable in this service. Because this service, you're going to shout some things until they, until they respond. I, I know shouting is not everything. But if blind Bartimaeus didn't shout here, he would have been cool, calm, collected, and still blind. Because for some of us, our conservative nature has cornered us in discomfort. Our introvertedness or contrived introvertedness or so-called introvertedness. Let me just say something to you. It's okay to be an introvert and many of you might not even believe it. That maybe at the very, very core of who I am is a very strong introvert. But let me tell you what. 
for you to manifest or hold on to the greatest things that God has for you, you cannot be introverted all the time. And so the word says that he shouted the more and Jesus stood still. You are going to see heaven devote attention to your kiss. Some things don't respond until you shout. The consecration of Israel did not bring the wall of Jericho down. A shout was required. Some of you have done everything right, but you have not shouted. For some of you, that shout is the topping. <laughs> it's the topping on the cake, on the ice cream. Jesus stood in front of Lazarus's uh, grave. Do you know what Jesus had told Lazarus' sister? What does he say? I am the resurrection and life. But he didn't whisper before the grave of Lazarus. The worst is when he got there, he raised his voice and he cried out with a loud voice. So sometimes even the resurrection and the life needs to shout. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, Some of you are still quiet right now. Some of you, your prophecy has been so quiet. It's been documented in text, but it has no verbal power. That's why the prophets were not just thinkers. They were prophets. They kept speaking it. They kept saying it. Let me prophesy to somebody. For the rest of this week, you're going to be saying things. And as you are saying things, you'll be seeing things. As you say, you will see. As you say, you will see. As you say, you will see. High five somebody and say, don't stop shouting. Verse 49, Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Watch this. Stood still, commanded him to be called. Listen. And they called the blind man. They called the blind man saying unto him, be of good comfort. Another one says, be of good cheer. Not just tables. Rise. He called thee. And he, casting away his garment. Whose name is Rose? Rose. And came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What will thou that I should do unto you? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. My sight. I, I feel like just jumping the gun and teaching from here already. I'm not teaching, exalting from here. That I might receive my sight. Do you know why this is important? Because some of us are blind, not because we have no sight, but because the sight we have is not ours. So our blindness is not that we're not seen, but we're only seeing what others are seeing about us. We only see our possibilities based on their description. We only see our strengths based on their validation. We only see our outcomes based on their prophecy or prediction. We only see our goals and dreams based on our father's historical antecedent. But Timia said, I don't want my brother's sight. I don't want my friend's sight. I don't want my uncle's sight. I want my sight. Some of us, we've seen marriage only through the eyes of bloggers. Oh my God. 
Look at your nay, nay, neighbor. Say neighbor. That I might receive my sight. Because what happens when you don't have your sight is that you will see, but you will see what others have. You will not see your own. It will be easier for you to believe that God can heal your friend's mother's arthritis, but when it's about your mother, he let's just manage it. Because you're not functioning from the premise of personal conviction. You're functioning from the premise of external reference. And so what happens without a man having his own sight is that he becomes dependent. But Timaeus was dependent. He was dependent because he couldn't stand by himself. And the proof of that is that when eventually Jesus has to attend to him, he commanded them to go and bring him. Which means that blindness allows you to be dependent on people. And you can only go as fast as they take you. Oh my God. So you can't buy that thing until they give you the money. You have to keep calling them. Oh no, you can't do it. So, so, so why have you not paid for accommodation? I'm waiting for. You see now. You can't rebuke that sickness because you believe that I need to agree with somebody who's more anointed. But the Bible says this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. In other words, with all due respect, I don't need to go through the name of another third party. Because <laughs> he has given him a name. And many of us, we are yoked to people who are using their own sight to block our vision. Some of y'all didn't get that. So the only dreams that we have is only if the next time I ask them for money, then maybe they'll give me 30,000 instead of the typical 20,000. And so our faith is twisted or convoluted because the benchmark for our expectation is regulated by their benevolence. Yeah. Oh my God, who am I speaking to this morning? It's, I, I, don't want, I don't want that. I want my sight. Please be seated. In other words, this thing I don't have is reducing the impact of what I do have. But Timaeus had legs to walk, but his speed was impeded by his blindness. Isn't it interesting that there can be a part of your life that is not working and obstruct every part that is supposed to be working? Oh my God. So you have songs in you, but no money for studio time. Or you have songs you've produced, but there's no distribution channel. Oh my God. Oh yeah, yeah. You have so much help to give, but there is no husband to help. You don't know that? Because some people are not wired to be visionaries. They're wired to be supporters. But how do I deploy my support when there is no man to drive? Come on, somebody. How do I do that? Who am I speaking to right now? Blueprint. Some of you, you have condensed ideas that can change the world. On your computer, but no boldness. One area of your life 
that can impede progress in other areas. And the word says that all Bartimaeus could do is to stay by the wayside and beg. Begging means I believe in the ability of the passerby to produce more than I believe in my ability to create. Can I just say something to you? You can have money and be a beggar. Yes, you can have money and be a beggar. Because begging is not about how much money you have or don't have. Begging is about the way you think. And how do you know that if you have money and you are a beggar, guess what you're going to do with the money? You will spend it so quickly so that you actually now have to actually beg for money that you once had. Because poverty is more than a benchmark. It's a mindset that reproduces after its kind. But can I prof prophesy over this house? Every beggarly spirit is shattered. I break it in the name of Jesus. Let me give you some ideas of how you know there's a beggarly spirit. Once God says do something, you're already thinking of who to borrow money from. Once God says move in a certain direction, you're already saying if I can ask somebody else, your begging days are over. Your begging days are over. Your begging days are over. Bartimaeus, you're not going to be begging much longer. In fact, you will not beg after today. You will learn how to engage your faith, how to engage your faith, how to engage your faith because some of you don't realize that all that God is looking for is for that faith to burst forth. Bartimaeus, not just secondhand faith, but direct faith. What secondhand faith? My faith is if I ask Dami because we're namesake. Namesakes, if I ask Dami, he's going to help me. Now, that's a longer route because by strength shall no man prevail. So if Dami is in a position to help me, that means it's because God is helping him. Yes. So why am I waiting for Dami to help me? Who God is helping? Why don't I just go to the God that is helping Dami to help me? My goodness. How do I know that God wants you to focus your faith on him? Because farther along when it gets healed, verse 50 what does it say to him? It says, verse 51 now, he says, shall receive my sight. Verse 52, he says, go thy way. What has happened? What has happened? What has happened? In other words, Jesus was saying that the thing you are looking for from me was made possible because of something you had. Oh my God. He didn't say my powers made you healed because my power is present. But your faith is the bridge. Now I understand what the devil is after my Bible study. Now I understand why I can watch a movie, but when it's time to watch a message, I sleep off after 12 minutes. Now I understand why I can gossip with a friend on MTN or Glow or Tissalot or Airtel until my ears can no longer tell. But when it's time to meditate, I drift and I'm playing Candy Crush. Do you know why? Because my faith is what the devil is trying to attack. Why does he attack my faith? Because if I'm going to come out of this blindness, it's not going to be Adenuga or Dangote. It's not going to be Otedala or Winfrey. It's not going to be Tyler Perry or Jack Ma. It's going to be my faith. It's going to be my faith. It's going to be my faith. So blind Bartimaeus, if you can just stir up your faith, if you can just focus 
focus your faith how do I know the faith matter is important but Timius as long as you were begging you were directing your faith to people and what could people give you what they had what they could give you was money because faith will release what what you're focusing your faith on has but when you focus your faith on me I'm not just going to give you money I'm going to give you what I have and that includes your healing somebody God is giving your faith direction because your faith has been in people but today there is going to be a shift you're not going to look at your rich uncle your nice auntie your wonderful brother your faith is going to restore your sight who am I speaking to I wish I could get seven people who have the spirit of faith who feel something jumping in on the inside of them this might not be for everybody but this is for a Bartimaeus that is saying my faith is being stirred up my energy is being stirred up and I'm going to receive my sight go to three people slap them a pound burning high five and tell them stir up your faith stir up stir up your faith stir up your faith Jesus said your faith has made you whole your faith Clinton your faith oh, I wish people would help me people can only offer help on their own level And most of the people you're hoping will help you need help in many areas. So they can give you a piece, but they can never make you whole. Hmm. This is the reason you must be very protective of your ears. What are you hearing? Romans 10, 17. Faith comes. By hearing and hearing by the word of God. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, walk by faith and not by sight. That means that my physical senses might not be able to see my way clear, but my faith knows the way. Oh my goodness. Let me announce to somebody, your faith knows the way. Your faith knows the way in other words instead of walking by people i walk by sight the speed of my life is the speed of my faith because my faith knows the way it was by the wayside the word says that jesus went to jericho and was coming out of jericho i'm happy that even though we're not told that jesus saw him on the way to jericho on the way out of jericho this guy says you're going to see me you're going to attend to my issue. And what happened, a multitude was coming, coming. So he could hear the multitude. I want you to listen to this, please. There is a voice in the noise. There is a voice in the rumblings. In the complaining. and the whining. and the difficulty. In the crisis, in the dense climate, 
where people are saying different things at the family in the family on the job on your street there is a voice how do i know how do i know because the word tells us there was a multitude coming with jesus media respond there was a multitude coming with jesus and bartimaeus heard that jesus was passing by bartimaeus heard somebody say i'm hearing something What have you been listening to recently? Because your life cannot grow beyond the revelation you pay attention to. What have you been listening to recently? Because whatever you're listening to, you become pregnant with. What have you been listening to recently? Because your mind is going to pick up in the crowd Bartimaeus heard something have you heard a crowd before have you heard a crowd before it's difficult to make out what the crowd is saying oh my goodness but Bartimaeus could hear something in the midst of the crowd may the Lord cause your ears to be so attentive that whilst everybody's complaining about a nasty economy you're hearing something you're hearing something you're hearing something. Somebody say, I can hear something. Proverbs 20 verse 12 says, The seen eye and the hearing ear, the Lord hath made them both. In the book of Revelations over and over, it says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Do you know what that means? If what the Spirit is saying to the churches was as conspicuous or recognizable, he would not say pay extra attention to hear it. That means the Spirit can be saying something and you are not hearing it because you're playing another soundtrack. So some of us have one earphone in the music of the world and the other earphone in the music of God and we're confusing ourselves but I pray this morning that the Lord opens your eyes and cleans out the wax in your ears that you will begin to hear you will begin to hear Moses you will not drown in the Red Sea when God is saying raise your rod come on oh the people will not starve when Jesus is saying go and see what you have you will hear something some of you have been hearing only the voices of disappointment of shame of reproach of destitution of desperation but I bind those voices in the name of Jesus Jesus said my sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not hear every strange voice that has been intimidating you and obstructing your movement we banish today in the name of Jesus you begin to hear clearly that amen is too cold too lackadaisical too laser fear I said you begin to hear clearly in the name of Jesus may you begin to hear clearly Jesus said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God God's word is your oxygen and some of you you are suffocating right now because you're not hearing what God is saying you're feeling stressed and strained compressed and confined limited and agitated but I pray by the Spirit of God by the breath of the Almighty that the voice of God fills your heart the voice of God fills your space. The voice of God fills every avenue of your heart. I rebuke that spirit of depression. I rebuke that voice of destitution. I rebuke that voice of shame. I rebuke that voice of reproach. I rebuke that voice. Help me go to three, but tell them uh, your ears are open. Your ears are open. Jesus spoke to that later. Ephetah, be open. I didn't say look at them. I said go to them. Tell them your ears are open. 
open you need just one instruction just one sound just one voice just one thing you need just that one voice I pray that this week the idea that will change that situation you will hear it I said you will hear that idea Kenneth you will hear that idea oh, others may not hear it but you will hear it people around you may not hear it Nora, but you will hear it they might wonder what you know when Saul heard the voice Saul Saul why are you persecuting me the others could not hear it may you enter into the premiere of God's movie exclusive access you will hear something nobody else is hearing Oh, you will hear something bacterious a cacophony of voices the noise that is deafening but in the midst of it he heard that it was Jesus that was coming by you will hear the voice you will hear the voice you will hear the voice okay you will hear the voice the right voice every other voice will pale in insignificance in, in, in the name of Jesus he heard it was Jesus he heard it was Jesus but I like Bartimaeus he didn't just say well it's Jesus that guy ah uh, that guy ah uh, the guy has tried to uh -uh. Jesus oh that guy ah uh, nice one ah uh, he's doing well he's doing well some of us have heard instructions but we've despised them so God says go and see this person that talks to that person that one God if you're going to use somebody for me it's not that guy but you know you know God you safe you know he did not become familiar with Jesus do you know that it's possible for you to be walking with Jesus and become familiar with him? That there was a woman with the issue of blood and the word says that she kept saying to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. But the word says that when she touched Jesus, Jesus said, who touched me because virtue came out of me? In other words, it was a spiritual transaction. And the disciples said, Jesus, what are you saying? Like the whole crowd is pressing on you. What determines what you get out of Jesus is not whether you press or not, but the kind of touch and engagement. In other words, shouting does not mean you've gotten it. Even though there's nothing wrong with shout. In fact, Bartimius had to shout. <laughs> But there can be a shout that is empty. There can be a shout of formality. There can be a prayer that we say so that when they ask, have you prayed about it, we will say, because you're in a faith community, right? And you know that if you have an issue, you bring it to your sister in Christ. The person will say, okay, have you prayed about it? Yes. I see my eyes, puff, puff eyes. I'm crying before the Lord. But Bartimaeus was not going by this. Bartimaeus was not just like, son of David, okay, Jesus, you are there, okay, cool guy. But the word says that when he heard, what did he begin to do? What did he begin to do? I love this because the Bible does not say, and he cried out. Because that would be a one-off thing. The word says he began to. Can I propose something to some of us? 
many of us we've been crying in you've not started crying out you are having that inner anguish and cry but the Bible says concerning Jesus who in the days of his flesh cried out so there's a place for anguish in the heart but there are some things that will never change until you cry out oh yes there's certain things that were never never designed to happen by internal or personal agony or intercession there are certain situations that god puts you in watch this not just so that you can be delivered but so that when you cry out to other people somebody's ministry of intercession will be unlocked because of your situation who knows what i'm talking about your friend comes to you and tells you about something and you spend the next three days praying for them or fasting and you thought they were fine some of you have been managing rubbish your days of managing rubbish are over when i say managing rubbish you're like well i can take it i take it i take it i take it take it take it ten, 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 ten. your days of settling for less than god's best are over that amen is very hungry some of you are too cool calm collected and coordinated and unfortunately in certain areas still blind but the word does not say he cried out he said he began to begin means i've started a process i'm not stopping on the first shout i'm not stopping on the second shout i'm not stopping on the third shout this is the kind of cry i will wear this crowd out with my shouting some of you you have not exemplified or embodied that degree of commitment to getting that thing sorted because the word says and many charged him that he should hold his peace and many of us people have said it's not that difficult calm down stop pulling out your hair well they can say that because they don't know what you've been keeping on the inside of you you can say that because you don't know how long I've been waiting on God you can tell me to shut up because you don't know what God showed me the vision and where I am and the depth of the desperation when I see the gap between what God told me and what I'm feeling so you can tell me to shut up let me tell you something men don't know how it is doing you so you have to do it with energy with intensity with passion with ikara somebody doesn't hear what I'm saying they told him hold your peace but excuse me crowd this peace I've been holding for so long where has he taken me who is with me this morning this peace this poise this coolness i've been holding on to where has it taken me there is a dimension of desperation there is a dimension of i shall not agree there is a dimension of we die here and we resurrect here we will die and come out come back from the grave jesus you are either you do it or you do it ah batimia said i'm going to play my last card i will shout till i lose my voice because i don't mind losing my voice to gain my sight you didn't hear what I said. I don't mind losing my voice to gain my sight. I'm going to shout my way out of this begging. I'm going to shout my way out of this unemployment. I'm going to shout my way out of this addiction. I'm going to shout my way out of this failure. I'm going to shout my way. Who is the shouting man? Who is the shouting man? Who is the shouting man? 
it's okay it's okay for those who are not shouting it's okay for those who are not hollering it's okay for Demola and John and, and uh, John it's okay but if you're waiting on God for something if you're waiting on God and you know this must not enter 2020 this must not enter next year this must not enter the next season Yebayata Shepayata Ratayata Leprutoka Yedobaya Eyadaya Jeduaya Bartimaeus didn't shout he began to shout he didn't just cry he began to cry he didn't just holler he began let me tell you what it means it means that when they say shut up you will say this one I'm not giving up this time I'm not breaking the cycle this time I'm not breaking the flow this time we are just getting started when you think I'm praying too much oh you better wait for it you thought I did 10 day fast that was general fast after the 10 days I will start my own 10 days something must break something must break something must break I'm not going back home begging I'm not going back home desperate I'm not entering 2020 with this depression with this complication with this addiction with this disease hey Jesus Jesus the word says and many charged him shut up rubbish why are you shouting why are you embarrassing Jesus shut up many for many watch this to charge him it means that his shout was so loud it was distracting them even in the crowd you know you're almost getting there when more people are beginning to pay attention <laughs> If you're dealing with it and they don't know at home you've not started if you are studying for the exams and your Facebook followers don't know you've not started because when you have a project and you are saying too much time has passed and too much time has passed I've got to get this this time he says many charged him but I love Bartimaeus the word says but he cried what the more a what a great deal let their opposition be the reminder for you to continue let their discouragement be the reminder that you must continue after all is your name Jesus are you the son of David is it your shout is it you I'm calling to Jesus Jesus! Jesus! Son of David! Son of David! Son of David! I, uh, look at this! The first cry, he began to cry out. The second cry, he cried out even more. And what does he call? He calls Jesus 
son of David. I explained that in the second service, in the first service, about mercy. But let me explain something else about David. God promised David, he said, for the rest of your life, your throne will not lack your seed. Which means that the people that come through you, through your ancestry, they will be rulers. They will be leaders. They will be kings. So Bartimaeus was not just tapping into the mercy of God. He was tapping into the kingship of David. Because Ecclesiastes says where the word of the king is, there is power so it does not matter what the words of the crowd are if i can get the word of the king the word of the king can override the words of the crowd somebody they've told you it's too late try again next year it's too late your womb is already damaged it's too late nobody will be there for you it's too late you can't find the right man the right woman the right place the right job but if you can cry to the king what the king will do is just one word and he turns everything around somebody the mistakes of the last 10 months are about to become the miracles of the next six weeks I said the mistakes of the last 10 months are about to become the Yatoshaya I'm not preaching as a motivator. I'm preaching right now as a prophet. I said the mistakes of the last 10 months are about to become the miracle of the next six weeks. Are you ready for it? High five somebody say that's my word. That's my word. That's my word. cried out the more he cried out the more Rosemont don't let the devil shut you up Enoch don't let the devil shut you up do you know what some of them would have said why are you shouting so much you that you don't have anything that's the point that's the point I should have nothing and be quiet I should be failing and be quiet I should be defeated in a way or in an area and be quiet. No, I'm going to raise my voice until something breaks. I'm going to raise my voice until something shifts. I'm going to raise my voice until something moves. I'm going to raise my voice until mountains melt. I'm going to raise my voice until rocks quick. Eyes my voice. Verse 49. Verse 49. I'm almost done. And Jesus. Woo! Hey, Gaza. You don't find this in many accounts of Jesus. You don't find this in many accounts of Jesus. Jesus doesn't just stand still. He's on the move. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth went about doing good and healing all those oppressed of the devil. There's a crowd. Jesus in his stood still. When heaven stands still on your matter, faith, heaven is standing still on your matter. Bro, heaven is standing still on that matter. And when Jesus stood still, what did 
he do? He what did he do? He commanded him to be called. Commanded him to be called. If your phone dies, the battery will come on in time for the call. Some of y'all didn't get what I just said. Here are some calls you'll receive. There's some calls you'll receive. There's some calls you'll receive. Yetoba, Shoba, Rataya, Eboka, Otula, Rebaya, Evuzi. Angels on assignment. Angels be activated. Angels be unlocked. Angels be released. You have called in prayer. You have called in tears. You have called in desperation. You have sowed seeds and planted offerings and prophet's offerings. But God says it's now time for you to be called. I have heard your desperate cry and I've seen the hot tears running down your cheeks. It says he commanded him to be called. This next stretch of the year, you're going to be receiving invitations, appeals, calls, letters, notifications, deposits, transfers. In the name of Jesus, I cross Yes, yes. Hey, it was a command. What did I say earlier? Where the word of the king is, God said to Elijah, "I've commanded the widow woman." some people have been commanded to give you christmas gifts this year i proclaim that there are decrees going forth right now that promotion will not move into next year you will not remain in your father's house till next year time up time up time up time up move 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 please listen to this Jesus commanded the same people that were telling him to shut up to tell him to rise up in the season God will use your opponents as your ambassadors God will use your enemies as your evangelists receive the word God will use the things that were against you to accelerate your progress in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus he says go and get him go and get him go and get him go and get him they know where you have been but they can't predict where God is taking you they know where you've been, they know what you've gone through, or rather they know your story, they know your story, but let me tell you, they know your story, but they don't know your glory. God is about to rework, revamp, rehabilitate, rejuvenate, rework, reframe your movement. And the same people that were shutting you down are going to tell you, be of good cheer, rejoice, be happy. Somebody shout, yeah, 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 yes.
of good cheer is calling you. Somebody you've been trying to reach will reach you. If your spirit is open for this word, I guarantee you're coming with a testimony. If your heart is open, I guarantee you're coming with a testimony. You're coming with a testimony. You're coming with a testimony. Seeds of revelation produce harvests of testimonies. Arise! Be of good comfort. The same that people are telling me, shut up. Keep quiet. Benware. Yoruba language is very interesting. Benware, so carry your mouth. Arise! He colored thee. He colored thee. He calleth thee. He calleth thee. And I like the next thing. The word says in verse 50. And he, Bartimaeus, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. He's not talking about him becoming nude. Let me tell you what, what happened. As it is in modern day, in the Old Testament, people were identified by their garments. So if you see somebody wearing a white lab coat, you know he's in the medical field or science, right? Research lab, something like that, right? If it's somebody with a yellow hard heart, an engineer, a site worker, builder, constructor, right? Somebody with a gray cream wig and black. Is a what? Lawyer. Now, so that people wouldn't bump into, like the people who are visually impaired use a white cane, right? In our culture. So that people wouldn't bump into blind people, they had a certain garment that they wore, which was their identity, so that you would know they are blind, so that you would treat them with care and help them cross the road, help them navigate, so they would know. So that garment was the sign and the visual certificate of Bartimaeus's condition. But I love what Bartimaeus did. He couldn't see yet, but I said, I'm not gonna need this anymore. Hey, some of you, you don't understand what this means. This is not, maybe, maybe not. This is, I don't need this garment any. What garment are you removing? My begging garments. My slavery garments. The garment of fear. The garment of shame. The garment of distrust. The garment of delay. The garment of depression. Listen, listen, listen. Some of you, your garments are not physical, they are digital. People know when you are moody because you put it on Facebook. Your status is your garment. Once you start writing this one down, when everybody knows that you're dealing with remote relationship problems, or monetary problems, or scientific problems, or academic problems, because that's what they identify you. If we can predict your mood by your status, you still have the garments on you. But God is removing every garment from your life. We remove, we remove, we remove, we remove the garments. We remove the garments. We pull the garments away. We tear. We take it off. Look at somebody say, take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Take that garment off. Do you know something about garments? Garments give us a sense of importance. 
sense of identity. Have you noticed something? It happened to my, watch, uh, my, my wife in the, co- in the course of the week. That when you leave the house, run out of the house without even your watch yeah. or your ring or some extra you wear almost every day, you feel a little what? Naked. Naked. So you're going to go through a phase of discomfort before the miracle manifests. Because as it's taken away the gun, people are saying, this guy, you too, they do pass yourself. You might still need, this guy just calling you. Maybe it's selfie or bread he wants to give you. Well, let me tell you, I didn't shout like a madman for nothing. I didn't fast for half of this year for nothing. I've not been doing noon prayers every day, Tuesday to Friday for the last three years for nothing. I've not been preaching new messages every Sunday for 120 something Sundays for nothing. Come on somebody, I have built some power and I'm not going to need some garments any longer. Who knows what I'm talking about? You pray too much to still need the garment. You cry too much to still need the garment. You work too long to still need the garment. You fell on your face to still need the garment. You served too faithfully to still need the garment. You went into the production room for too long, too many hours playing the sax to still need the garment. Too many choirs you've trained to still need the garment. Too many jobs you've worked to see I will not need this garment anymore. I mean no disrespect, but if you want the garment, you can take it. Ah, but I'm not going to need that garment any longer. You are entering this next stretch with a new identity. That, that girl that is always heartbroken, that one that is always depressed, that one that's always borrowing money, that one that's always looking for friends, that's not your label any longer. That's not your label any longer. He didn't just take it off, he cast it away. When you cast something, you don't care where it lands. Throw it away. Ransom, how are you doing? Missed you. Asked about you in the course of the week. Right? He threw it away. Threw it away. Danny, there's some garments you won't need any longer. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And he rose and came to Jesus. He rose and came to Jesus. Some of you, you have heard Jesus, but you have not come to his stature on certain things. You are coming to the fullness, the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ. You're coming to Jesus. Give me verse 51, I'm almost done. He came to Jesus, and Jesus answered and said unto him, How many times has he been calling? I've been calling Jesus since. And Jesus said, he answered. The word didn't just say, and Jesus said. He said, and he answered. Because the word of God is true. Call unto me, and I will answer you. If you haven't received the answer, don't stop calling. Call until he answers. Call. You've prayed fast. You've fasted given. You've given, look for somebody in that same situation and serve them or join forces with them. Keep calling. Because when we call, Lord, you answer, you answer all our prayers, and you cast our cares away. When we call, 
Jesus said, what will thou that I should do unto you? This man said, that I might receive my sight. I like what this man, this guy had understanding. He didn't say, Jesus, help me find sight. Or give me, find a way for me to see. He's saying, Jesus, you didn't make anybody blind. So if I don't have my sight, it's somewhere. Help me so I will receive it. Paul says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. For many of us, the cry is this desperation. Paul said, I'm crying until Christ be formed in you. The image of you that Christ created, that God created in Christ, must be fully formed. Don't stay by the byway or the highway of life. And society is driving by. It's like, well, I'll put on this garment of religion and I'll just beg through life. You open your hands and you satisfy the hunger of all living. You see, the thing is that you think you're the person who needs to be satisfied, but you don't realize that you are one of the satisfaction mechanisms of God. That you're one of the hands of God. And so, as I transition this message to a close, please understand something. That here is what Jesus said. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. In other words, your sight determines your way. As long as you were walking by the sight of your friends, you walked in their way. Because you can walk differently from how you see. But say now, your faith has made you whole. He asked for sight. But Jesus knew that many things had been damaged. Esteem. Because you can see again, but your sight now causes even more shame. Because now you can see the people that will say, ah, you were blind. You were the person. We had people helping you now. Those days when you used to beg for money. But when God makes you whole, when people make those kind of statements, it doesn't touch you. Because you are not just healed, you are whole. When you are healed, what they say about your past still touches you. But when you're whole, it doesn't matter what you know about my past and the club and the pub and who I was with. He, the sun, sets free. He, that the sun sets free. Show you about us. Say, so go your way. Why? Do I want you whole and not just healed, Bartimaeus? Because I want you to do to others what I've done to you. This same faith that made you whole, if you can share this testimony, if it can replicate this testimony, if it can reproduce this in other people, this same faith that brought you to me will bring them to me through you. God will use this current circumstance as a platform for evangelism oh I didn't hear your amen on that but Simeon, why should you go your way do you know the next verse do you know what the next verse says receive the sign and immediately immediately when you've been asking for sign but God has given you wholeness today 
because once you're whole everything that's incomplete shows up immediately immediately somebody say immediately it looks like this crying process has been long but it's an immediately that is coming to you it's an immediately what's your name Bookie. there's an immediately coming to you there's an immediately I know for the immediately people say this guy just showed up from nowhere got healed so you don't know how long I cried and I love this they said it followed Jesus where in the way do you know something about healing a work of healing may not lead you to Jesus people can get healed and walk away from Jesus see it ten lepers come on nine people ten rather were healed the word says only one came back and when the one came back to Jesus Jesus said you are made whole why because wholeness is in the presence of Jesus wholeness is the person of Jesus being made manifest in your life when you're whole your esteem will not fluctuate to the level of your bank account you're healed and you have 3,270 naira yeah you're still feeling anxious but when, when you're whole whether the money is there or not the cattle on the thousand hills belong to him look at someone to say it's not over shut you down but it's not over they try to shove you aside but it's not over you've been crying for too long but it's not over don't even know where to turn, but it's not over. 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 When we call, Lord, you answer. Can we just sing? When we call, Lord, you answer.
Sometimes we have no words, yet we call, yet we call on your name. Sometimes, sometimes we have no words, sometimes we have no words, yet we call, yet we call. Somebody take the next one minute and just call on him. can pray in the Holy Ghost, she can sing in the Spirit. Shota Kaso, Brodo Poli and the Baske, Fruzabali and the Baske, and all the Bratalias, the Bragadali and the Bratas, Jesus and Bratadoshi, Sando Brokotolia. Father, we thank you. We are not beggars. I proclaim that every beggarly spirit is broken. That amen can be louder. Every beggarly spirit is broken. Some of us don't even know. Jumped on our families, jumped on our fathers and our mothers. And we've learned to depend on other people. The Lord is breaking the cycle of unhealthy dependency. Every area of blindness is healed in the name of Jesus. Every area of blindness is healed. You see clearly. You see Jesus. You see grace. You see mercy. You see favor. You see favor. You see favor. Let me mention this before I make the final proclamation. Bartimaeus is one of the smartest recipients of healing in the Bible, in the New Testament. He's theologically deeper than almost all the other people. But it's not just the healing and the wholeness that makes the difference. The word says, perfect the come. After Jesus said to him, go thy way. The word says that he followed Jesus in the way. What did David say? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. Jesus said, I am the good. So by following Jesus, what was Bartimaeus doing? 
they knew that if I'm with this man I'll never want the devil will do everything to distract you from Jesus he wants you to go and look for your sight away from Jesus and the only sight you will get apart from Jesus is somebody else's sight listen the enemy wants to show you something that only God can give you it's not a mistake that the all-seeing eye the eye of horrors the big brother eye the big brother eye the security eye the all-knowing eye that's the eye of the occult eye God said I will guide you in my eye in other words your sight needs to stem from me but the devil always provide another sight another insight he will give you another book to read another video to watch that may sound spiritual but it's poisoning your spirit and so you wonder why you're confused or dissatisfied with the things that used to feed you before people used to pray with before they begin to annoy you because it's giving you a fruit to eat but I pray for you may your sight be recovered you know there's some messages that you can listen to that will set you back in life may the Lord separate you from poison food from poison environments and communities and spaces may you find fresh water clear water in Jesus name we pray somebody give God praise and glory yes. give God praise generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566 one more thing someone you know needs this kindly share this how